This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI TV. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's head out to Vancouver to catch up with content development specialist Sylvie Fiquette, who has some information coming from the Pacific region. Hey, good morning, Sylvie. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm well. Always nice to chat with you, Sylvie. We've uh, had a couple opportunities in the last few weeks to talk about BC Disability Employment Month, but it is indeed underway with workshops and discussions going on across the province. And there's a couple events that you wanted to highlight, Sylvie. So tell me a bit about the event that's being offered by BC Peoples First. Yeah, so this is the Entrepreneurship and Disabled Small Business Ownership in BC, and they'll be hosting an online panel discussion on Thursday, September 22nd from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific time. It's a free event. Panelists will be speaking about their experiences as small business owners in BC, including tips, advice, and resources. If you'd like to join the panel of experienced self-advocates for stories, advice, and a live Q&A on the challenges and solutions people have found to starting and running their own business, you'll want to um, definitely check this one out. Where should somebody go if they do want to sign up for it? Yeah, so people will want to go to, um, they can visit the BC People First Facebook page for the link. There's quite a lengthy Eventbrite link with BCPF <laughs> panel. I don't know if I should read no, it. I no, think no, people... we'll, be, we'll be here all day if we have to read out the whole, if the whole link. Right. So I just think I urge people, um, it, this is... This group, since the inception of BC Disability Month, disability owners have indicated they haven't been historic, They or actually they've historically been left out of this month and are now looking to flip the script with this group. So you'd like to check out these people for sure if you're interested. So BC Peoples First, punch that into your search right. bar on Facebook, punch that into your, into your Google machine, BC Peoples First, and then they'll direct you in the right way. And maybe we can get that, that, event bright link up on our blog after the show as well ami.ca slash now sylvie you also mentioned that work bc has a virtual event coming up later this month what does work bc have on tap Yes. So on Monday, September 26th, from 2 to 3.30 p.m., WorkBC Vancouver South, North Vancouver and Tri-Cities will be hosting a free virtual panel discussion for Vancouver-based job seekers who have a disability. You'll hear from a panel of businesses who have been recognized in the community for hiring job seekers with disabilities. The discussion will include hiring processes, the accommodations made for staff, and more. You can register um, or register by September 25th, again online. This one is 2022 Inclusive Workplace Panel, a little bit shorter. So check them out as well. Sylvie, let's jump into another story that I know caught your attention. It caught my attention earlier this week as well. BC Hydro has announced that they're going to be retrofitting electric vehicle charging stations to improve disability access for individuals. What were some of the barriers that were currently existing at EV charging stations? Yeah, so there's a story behind this. This appeared in The Sun last week. 
Dave, and um, the the person behind it is Jacques Corteau, a wheelchair user and Tesla driver, and he says very little thought has gone into EV charging stations when it comes to disability access. Corto over the past few years has been leading the charge to have changes made now before all cars on the road go electric. Uh, Corto said that there's no end to the challenges uh, drivers who use wheelchairs face at these stations, everything from cables being placed too high to chargers being set up on slopes. There are issues beyond just the high cables. These are really also very heavy and charging stations usually don't have a disability parking spot. So someone who is a wheelchair user um, and they pull up, they may not even be able to get out of their car to mm -hmm. um, get into their wheelchair to access the charging station. Sylvie, sometimes all you can do is laugh at these situations, not because you're trying to mock someone, but simply because every time we seem to make any progress technologically in this world, the infrastructure is never ready for disability. We're perpetually behind the eight ball with every single change. And I suppose that instead of laughing, I can only cry. But sometimes we need to just sort of be like, come on, come on, come on. Can we never figure this out? Can nobody ever think forwardly? But to BC Hydro's credit, they're working on this. So what are they doing to address the issues at the stations? You're so right, Dave. How many of these stories have we done? It's like Where perpetual. It's... it's like, oh, a social media company gets uh, puts an update out. Oh, it's not accessible. Oh, we've got a new computer. Oh, it's not accessible. Oh, we've got 3D printers. No, it's not accessible. It's like just <laughs> perpetual, perpetual, perpetual. But sorry, Sylvia, I don't mean to steal your thunder. No, it really is. So BC Hydro has committed or they're saying that they'll be retrofitting all EV charging stations to be fully accessible over the next three years and will ensure all sites within its electric vehicle fast charging network are designed for all drivers to access. So under the new plan or under the plan, all new fast charging sites will be designed to be barrier free. They're saying this will include wider parking stalls, paved access lowered chargers, wider protective bollards, improved lighting, and better signage, according to BC Hydro. So let's hope this goes about. They're committed to it, and um, they are, they're actually encouraging all hardware vendors to continue improving features on their equipment to make it more accessible by mm. lowering screens and cable management systems. Yeah, there's about to be a major blitz of investment here, not just in terms of the regulation that's going, going to be putting more electric vehicles on the road. There's going to be a blitz of infrastructure building going on across the country. So yes, this is super frustrating in this moment, but hopefully now that sort of any tender that goes out is going to have these new standards in place. And that's what it always comes down to. We have to develop standards. We have to implement standards. We have to build regulations because it seems like people are not capable of doing it themselves. Sylvie, on that super happy note, I wish you a wonderful day and a lovely weekend. Same to you, Dave. Have a great weekend. <laughs> that's Thanks. Sylvie Paquette, a content development specialist for us in British Columbia with the Pacific Regional Report. There were a couple links there that, again, maybe might have been a little tough to jot down or keep track of as we were reading them in real time. AMI.ca slash now. AMI.ca slash now is where you can go to find out more. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. This was an AMI podcast. 
For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.